0: To another great show presented by the Three Count Pod. This is our premiere show of Returning to the Ring. This time we have a special guest. He was the first guest of Now Entering the Ring. You can you can find him all over the world. He is the Earth Quaking, Pillar Shaking, leader of the Meat Pop Express. He stands at six foot twelve inches. He weighs in at 15% of a metric ton. He is big. Trouble
1: Ben Bishop. Woo! Anthony. Attaboy. There you, go. There I you mean, go. I appreciate you can find me all over the world. I all over the world. All over the world. I'm so I'm happy, happy to have you on the show though. today. I do have my merch all over the world. Shout out to some of my fans in Liechtenstein, Australia, Ireland, Canada. So BTW is worldwide. You got that right. I love it. We have a rostered here, too. You
0: know him as the leader of the Dog Pound. He is my best friend. We have been friends for over 20 years. He was the, one of the best men in my wedding. Ladies
2: and gentlemen, give it up for Clifford Red Dog Miller. That's right. I am the Air Force veteran intel specialist, the one they call Red Dog, and your favorite mercenary. All right, and
0: we have JJ, who is Chaz's little brother. I, we call him
3: Q. I like to call him Napster. What up, JJ? I think the sidewalks keep him up the streets. Dangerous times going on. Uh, Make sure you lock and load it. Well, maybe not too much, but yeah. JJ, murder everything.
0: All right, so this is our lineup for today. Big Ben, what have you been
1: up to since the last time you were on the three count? What have I been up to? A whole lot, of, whole lot of a whole lot, I guess. I mean, let's see, last time we spoke, Cliff, was it April 2020? Yeah. yeah about nine months ago. Nine months. We're finally through that hellish year of 2020. We're still feeling the uh, effects of it, as we see today. Um, and, you know, throughout, uh, still going on with this, this wild-eyed pandemic. But uh, since then... Anthony, really been keeping myself busy, uh, especially in wrestling, as much as I could. You know, we're, uh, Maryland's the way it is, and we're run by a sort of dictatorship with the Maryland Athletic Commission, and they want to run things the way they want to run things. We won't see wrestling here in Maryland probably until May or June or until this vaccine becomes more widely available. Uh, so I've been making a lot of trips to different states, that being you know, Kentucky, had a, a OVW, been going down to Tennessee, working for a few promotions down there, Imperial, United States Championship Wrestling. I've um, been going up to New Jersey, been keeping busy with GTS, uh, New Fed, Invictus, um, that I'm really excited about. Got some good stuff going on up there. Um, and then on the social media side, been trying to keep myself relevant, uh, linked up with Brandon Walker from Barstool Sports, so shout out the Wrestling podcast, wearing the merch right now, supporting the brand. Uh, got to go up there, film some content with him, and uh, we got some things cooking, um, hopefully starting working together again this year and into the spring and summer. Uh, now i'm talking a lot talking a little too much but i'm really excited because you know last year was my first year officially as a uh, working professional wrestler and now i'm ready to really hit 2021 uh 2021 head-on uh because i think it's gonna be a really big year for me uh growth professionally personally um within the wrestling business and uh, i really can't wait so i hope you can tell the excitement in my voice because it, it's there and i yeah I really want to make sure I'm showing that throughout this interview yeah absolutely
0: you can't talk too much this show is for you this is about you <laughs>
1: that's how i like just
0: about just about me <laughs> <laughs> what what do you uh what do you want to do what do you want to accomplish i should say
1: once oh, this I want to accomplish happens. this year i mean that's a that's a big that's a big question and um you know really from what you hear from a lot of wrestlers, you know they say i want to work this person i want to work that person that to me, I want to work anybody, as long as somebody's trained, of course. Um, we'll see that a lot in, re- in the independent wrestling these days. A lot of guys wrestle untrained, uh, but we won't, won't dive too deep into that, and there's no reason to. Um, what I want to accomplish, I just want to continue to get better. I want to be around the right people. I want to be learning from the right people, making sure that you know, um, every match that I have, every training session that I have that I'm building on top of what I've already accomplished – um, I, I don't have the time. I mean, right now I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be 31 in March, right? So I'm not a spring chicken anymore. Sorry, Cliff. I'm not, I'm <laughs> I want to just make sure that, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't have all the time in the world, you know, so I gotta, I gotta make sure that I'm expediting my development and I want to continue to build and build and build off of what I'm currently have and what I want, what I want to accomplish. So really when you say like, what do I want to accomplish to me right now, the sky's the limit. So do I want to get a tryout by the end of the year? Yeah, that's, that's my goal. I want to get a tryout with either WWE or AEW. That's my number one. That's my number one goal. Is it lofty? Of course it's lofty, right? But is it possible? Yes, it's possible. Challenging, but it's attainable. So that's kind of how I'm looking at things. That is where I want to be. Um, before the end of 2021. I like it. I can definitely dig it. Um yeah, pretty cool, right? I'd say that's a that's a that's a solid goal, right?
0: <laughs> Nick Cliff, you need
1: to you need to idolize this guy and be just like him. <laughs> Thank you. Another all right, Anthony. You're moving up on you, are moving up, you're getting points now. You blew the intro, but now you're you're back, you're back to even.
3: <laughs>
1: now it's a two-three count.
0: Um so I know you want to do a tryout I for the WWE AEW. What's that one place that you want to wrestle at if it's not there?
1: So one place that – so I would love to – let me think. I mean, there's so many great indies out there. Um, A lot of – you know, there's there's a ton. And really, you look at a lot of independent wrestling companies. um, They all kind of have their niche. You know what I mean? So, like, the GCW has their niche. ICW has their niche. Um, Do I fit in either? I don't know. I don't know if I would. Um, they do great. They do great things with what they do. Um, I would love to work at a company like Warrior Wrestling. You know, I've seen um, you know, you've had him on the show. Beastman has worked there a few times. A lot of good. A lot of good workers there. A lot of good wrestlers there. Would love to go out there to Chicago. Um, would love to start branching out to the West Coast as well. If any companies are running out there, uh, Florida, Texas, um, a few have been in my radar. Swe. Uh, which is starting up soon they're going to be on tv similar to kind of like what ovw does um that's run by teddy long kevin sullivan down in san right outside san antonio So hopefully 2021 i can get there as well um and then you of course like right in the backyard right ring of honor that'd be pretty awesome would love would love an opportunity to uh work there uh, been backstage at a ring of honor show back last february i oh, cannot believe it's already been a year uh met a lot of the guys. Um, delirious his name is hunter but delirious was was kind enough to invite me backstage um met, met a few of the guys talked to him for a little bit kind of saw the feeling of what what kind of kind of they're doing back there uh met nick aldis and when if anybody ever says like what a guy looks like as a world champion there's nobody in the world that looks more like a world champion than when you see nick all backstage uh, i'm comfortable enough to say it one of the most attractive men i've ever seen in my life in person dan wears a suit you know i i i was i was almost like starstruck and blown away seeing him there were a lot of great looking people but nick Aldous he stole the show so at least, at least in the back backstage so um yeah there, there's like and like i said i mean it's a long-winded answer um branch doesn't really need to be that long um I wanna work I want to work anywhere that you know I can just continue to get experience. But some of those I just mentioned are the ones I kind of have on my radar.
0: I got you. So I have a few more questions, but this isn't a one-on-one. I've seen how tall you are. I'm not trying to fight you. So yeah. I'm pass it on to my my co-host here and they're gonna give you
2: a couple of questions too. Go ahead, Cliff. What do you mean this isn't a one-on-one? You act like you have to be afraid. I've taken this man on one-on-one. He has one on one. Yes, a few times. I was like, granted, I haven't won yet. But it doesn't mean I'm afraid to sit back and not take this challenge, John.
1: Taking the back bumps, 40 back bumps in a day.
2: Oh, my God, man. That was, <laughs> that was not fun. I woke up the next day. Like, I was still trying to, like, I felt like it's crazy that you mentioned how you're 31. And, like, obviously, like, you know, we've talked about age. Like, I'm 35. And I felt like I just turned 60 overnight. thanks James
1: yep yep. (laughs) whatever Ellsworth says you gotta do right
2: right (laughs) I think so we've seen you kind of like like grow like you and I like have just sat back and we've we've had conversations like in training out of training like we've had all sorts of conversations like Mm -hmm. and we've seen like a growth that you've had from like your debut show at ACW which you know I don't know how Lou doesn't mention that you're one half of the ACW tag team champions But all right.
1: You lose lose,
2: your, now you're back down again. Iron the negative. I could have said everything out there about the OVW,
1: all that. But that's not for me. That's for him to let them know. I, I, I am probably one of the longest reigning ACW tag champs. We haven't defended the titles once, but, (laughs) but we're the longest reigning and we're coming up on a year in February 28th and I have it somewhere,
3: somewhere, title
2: Venue. What's like, what's been like the biggest change that you've noticed in just, not just you, but like in your wrestling and then like,
1: how, um, how you... so at, you know, anybody training for professional wrestling, um, there's a few, there's a few hills, right? And Cliff, you know this, right? What's the very, fir- what's the very first hill, like probably the biggest, we'll call it the curves, right? The learning curves, but the very first curve that you have as a pro wrestler is that really like learning the bumps, learning the, learning the bumps, learning the roles. If you've never done it before, you've never been a wrestler or you've never done gymnastics, it doesn't come easy. It doesn't come easy to you. Also when you're a seven footer, you know, it's not, it's not the easiest thing. It's not what I'm used to as a former basketball player. We never had to worry about anything like that. Um, So that's like kind of the first learning curve, you know, and you kind of get to that about, you mean, you're always learning it, but you say you kind of you like, all right, I'm past that by about the two month, three month mark. Right where you're, like, all right. I feel so comfortable with my bumps and my rolls. Then that next curve, you know, you start working matches and you start working practice matches, and now you're like, how long has this match been going on? Two minutes? That's it? And you feel like it's going on. It's been going on forever, right? Um, (laughs) So really, the next learning, what I felt like over the past year is learning how to work a match smart, working, working in a way that you're working smarter, not harder. Cause you know, when you're, starting that, you're so excited in your first match and you're, you're going a hundred miles an hour and you're, you're nervous and you're shaking. And you're like, you know, you're going to blow yourself up real quick within two or three minutes. You know, what I've learned is that, you know, how to work a match and I've been so fortunate to work with guys like James Ellsworth teaching me the psychology, i working with Nick Taylor sickened. Um, teaching me like the psychology that he learned from his trainer ruckus um and then jimmy who learned from axel Rotten, who was um, r.i.p but was known when he was living um as one of the greatest minds in wrestling uh, under a very underrated mind uh, a lot of guys have said about him um so learning kind of the smart way to put together a match and that's i feel like in the past year i've noticed i can do that a lot easier i don't have to really focus on um calling a full match with my opponent, I can kind of, we can kind of talk about things more in the ring. I've been noticing that in the last few months when I've had matches, um, that it I, things are becoming a little bit more fluid for me. It's not as rigid. It's not as like waiting. Uh, still, you know, I'm, I'm working on my timing. I'm working on my footwork. There's still a lot to work on. I'm not saying I've mastered anything um, besides being just real tall and good looking. Besides that, I haven't mastered anything yet. Um, so I'm, as I said, you know, I, I still have a lot to work on, but over the past year, I'm kind of getting to that peak of that. Le- I don't want to say peak, but I'm on the incline of that learning curve and I'm on my way up. Right. right. That. No, that's good though, man. Cause like, I, I
3: noticed,
2: like I said, like watching you like over the year now, right. Like just the confidence that you have, like, it's just growing and growing and growing. And like you said, you've picked minds of like some of the best people, like you you've been around. So I'm just interested in seeing, like, you know, you said, like, by the end of this year, you said you wanted to get into, like, a trial, right? Whether it be, like, with WWE or maybe, you know, AEW, ROH, uh, SWE, you mentioned, perfect, because, you know, we do want to give big shout-outs to Jazz and um, Roddy Mack, because they're out there as well. Yes, Um, they are. Are they on the podcast? No, 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 not yet. Not Uh, yet. We sent out out feelers. Hopefully, they'll watch in. We can get them. (laughs) but um you know um in the west coast i'm curious man like going out west what's like that one area that you're like i have to hit that
1: spot i would love i would love to work um in la specifically i know like pwg isn't around anymore uh but i know there's a few places out there i can i wouldn't probably be able to like championship wrestling from hollywood you know one of my uh one of my favorite wrestlers right now, and I think he'd scoff at being called a wrestler is RJ City. I think he's one of the I think he's one of the most entertaining wrestlers in the business right now. Uh, I know he works there. Um, there was a guy that worked. Um, he was at a show. They, Cliff, you probably met him. Will all day works yeah. out there as well. Yep, yeah, at that the ACW show. Um, I'd love to get out there for that. Uh, you know, they do a lot of, you know, there's a lot of character work and the wrestling's great, but also, you know, they they it's like the full, it feels like the full package, feels like a show out there as well. And I want to be involved in that. Uh so I'd love to get out there. Um really anyway, I just want to expand. It doesn't matter what the company is, I just really want to expand. Um my reach, you know, continue to 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 make a name for myself in this business. Um, I don't want to be secluded to just the mid-Atlantic, the, the Jersey, Maryland, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Um, you know, I think a lot of people do kind of get into that, get into that trap of of staying here and not being able to branch out. And I don't want that to happen. Like I said, not a spring chicken. Um, time's not exactly on my side, so I want to. I want. I really want to. Exp- I want to move fast and um, wherever I can work, wherever will have me. Um, whenever I can fit in a in a plane, you know. I know they're putting people in the middle seats again, and uh, that's a bummer for me because I was. I was. I was flying high. I was I felt good on planes for the first time in my life. But now, you know, <laughs> now but now we're back to putting people in that damn middle seat, and it's pain in the ass. Not great. So, knock it off, Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. So. Um, so. Yes. Yeah, so no. like I said any any plane, and I don't. Oh no, I don't fly Spirit. So I'm going to stop you right there. No. No Spirit. <laughs> hey, no. Come on. Come on. Yeah, I know. Like, okay. uh, no, no spirit. We All right. we know Southwest. We Sponsor.
2: know. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> we know. Okay, some companies. Hey, we gotta save money. Okay, we're gonna fly you, but we're gonna put you in coach on the cheapest airline we can think, get. You. Uh,
1: again, again, I'm not a, I'm not bougie by any means. I'm not, I'm not high class, but I'm seven feet tall, and <laughs> spirit doesn't work. You know, I need. You got to spring for the little extra leg room for the big guy. <laughs> um,
2: so I'm very curious because we've had, we've had other promotions on the show, right? So I know you're going to be working with Invictus, right? That's <laughs> another, that's one of yeah. our other favorites that we've had. Alice, Alex, Alice, big guy. Yep. Um, and then you mentioned, uh, you know, game changer. I'm very curious, man. Cause we, you know, we want to expand as far as possible. We want to help you get it as far as possible. Um, and we know, you know, uh jeremy gomez pays attention to our show too so shout out to generation championship wrestling so we want to definitely see you know we want to see like where we can put you man and help you expand so wherever you want us to try to get you man we can try to reach out and grab feelers
1: because if you need a a seven footer if you need a guy with a great smile and even better handshake and a guy who's just going to come in and needs more than a hot dog more than a hot dog but you need that i'm your guy (laughs) but remember not spirit (laughs) all right well i'll pass it over to
2: q and let him answer you some questions too
3: (laughs) okay i'm over here dying all right professional professional all right cool got got the little jitters out the way all right so mr big trouble ben bishop i want to ask you personally um what is like your uh ritual for when you when like when you're on the road like what is like your favorite tracks you like to listen to on the road
1: interesting interesting well i'm usually in the car a lot of the times a lot of the so tracks you mean like music what i like to listen to or what i I want to do you
3: can name any music you want like all right
1: usually so this is what's funny so usually i'm in the car um traveling to places with james ellsworth um and if you ever have the uh opportunity uh, to do that Uh, Be ready to not listen to any music and just hear him talk the whole time. So you just got to, you just got to make sure that you you hear him. Not, not, not nothing wrong with it, but you're not going to listen to anything. Uh, We do Jam Out every now and then Blink-182 and Offspring. He'll play Offspring because that's his, that's his His favorite band of all time. Oh my God, that's a thing. I mean, he has a tattoo of Offspring as well. He marks out big for them. Um, But for me, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big fan of like new metal. So some of my favorite bands ever, um, lincoln park uh disturbed also a heavy metal fans so i'm a disturbed fan um but i kind of listen to everything I know that's kind of a lame answer to give because everybody says that i listen to everything i don't am not really a fan of country um my wife's not a fan of me saying that um but <laughs> i do enjoy i do enjoy um like early to that late 90s early 2000s um new metal Um, heavy metal especially you know and I would tell everybody what got in me into it was wrestling you know entrance themes uh Limbiscuit's a favorite of mine I actually enjoy Nickelback I enjoy Creed it's not a joke it's not ironic I enjoy those bands um so but, but yeah I don't I don't really have too much of a ritual before matches um you know I tried like my first few matches I would be like listening to music and go in a corner but I'm like you know what might work for some people I'm not taking the kurt schilling approach of like i might have dated a few of you uh maybe just you josh um i i'm i'm not gonna like not talk to anybody or need to like go away and like you know clear my mind i'm kind of loose before matches and that's kind of how my character is so you know i just kind of i take it easy try to get off my feet um depending on where i am on the card just do a quick stretch Push up, squats, get the blood flowing a little bit. Use uh, some resistance bands, um, but really, for me, it's all about just staying loose. You know, I, I when I played basketball in college, my ritual was always, you know, I'd always work out really hard before a game because I felt like I just I needed that just to get like the jitters out, and I'd always be like real nervous and not loose, and you know. But for wrestling, it's so much different because you got to be loose. You can't be, you can't be so rigid, and you know, you got to make sure you're working in a way that's um that works for you and your opponent so um yeah nothing nothing really major i'd say no nothing specific
3: you started speaking of jitters and uh, i instantly thought about back when i uh would play football um you always get nervous there's like the little butterflies in your stomach until you get knocked then, then You then we get rocked and you're like oh okay we're good now yeah and then you're speaking no. of the blood flowing what have you been doing to keep yourself in Keep yourself in shape. I know it must be hard with you being a seven-footer and big trouble Ben Bishop, you know. How do you, what do you do to keep in shape? I, I really want to know. I'm
1: interested. I'm so interested. Um, so really for me, um, I've, I've never been, I've never really, you know, through my life, um, never been really like a body guy, right? Um, so I've always had to o- always like really work hard to keep in good shape, I've never just been able to one of those guys who can work out for a week and all of a sudden you know rip with a six pack and muscles and all that type of stuff. Um, so is that is that you, Cliff? That, you, no. You that, Cliff? No, 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 man. I'm so did, you, did you have that? Did, did, were you at one point though? I was, I was. Yeah, being one of those pieces of shit guys that could do that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so no, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Uh, I, I can never. So, really, with me, um, I've. You know, starting in college, really, uh, maybe we can say a little bit of high school. I went to a prep school for basketball. We'll, we'll date it back to then. Um, always had to like really work hard on my body. I was always, you know, a little bit overweight. I'd say for basketball, I've never, you know, the best shape because being a bigger guy and you know, I had to run with guards and all that type of stuff. And you know, I was always the last one in sprints or second to last. Maybe a good day, third to last. Um, so I, you know, I always had to kind of work a little bit harder. I've uh, had a lot of injuries as well, so I always was kind of in the weight room rehabbing and all that. Um, but I did learn kind of the the advantage—you uh, can just call it the advantage—or I did learn kind of how to work hard and what I had to do. So I really do believe in working out five to six days a week. I've, There's been very few times in my life since I've been 22 or 21, 22 years old where I've taken more than a week off from the gym um, or just working out in general. Obviously, I had to take three months off this year, but. About three, like, like I'd say, no more than a week in the past ten years from working out, um, and I've had to because I can get out of shape like that. Like I can, if I take a week off from working out and eat like shit, um, it'll look it, like that. Last six months of work will be off or not. So right now, my routine kind of looks like um, you know, I call it new year, new me shit. But um, right now, what I've started to do is. I do kind of, I don't count my calories, but I make sure that I am getting enough of the clean, clean foods that I can eat. Like I just had um, cauliflower rice and salmon for dinner. Um, I drink amino acids, green drinks. uh, You know, I take a bunch of vitamins, I'm chock full of shit. I'm like a cocktail walking around with a Long Island iced tea you know, I got a bunch of shit, <laughs> nothing illegal. Let's stay But before we say nothing illegal, no steroids, I'm all natural. I hope this was natural. Magnesium, vitamin B, vitamin D, all that kind of good stuff. Um, I use a lot of the max effort products. So shout out to Corey G and max effort muscle. Um, I love their stuff. Finally found a product line. I love to use, um, they don't sponsor me. So that's a, that's an unpaid ad. Um, <laughs> And but in the gym, um, you know, I I really follow kind of an athletic hypertrophy type of method, hypertrophy, whatever you want to call it. Um, my method includes kind of two days like heavy pull day, heavy push day, um, then a lighter day on push and pull as well as a leg, um, and then one day that's kind of more about just like you know a pump. Arms or cardio. My cardio, I try to do two or three days of high intensity interval between fifteen and twenty minutes. Um, other days, I try to get in about thirty to forty minutes of so doing like steady state cardio. Um, each gym set session, I try to be in there no more than an hour and a half. I think after that, you're kind of pushing it a little bit. You're doing a little too much, um, so I got to hold my back myself back sometimes. But um, yeah, I I definitely one thing that I'll never you know I'm I'm one I can joke around I can poke fun at myself but um, I'll never listen to anybody that ever will tell me that I don't work for it. Um, a lot of guys have said, and Cliff, you heard my my little mini uh, my mini shoot promo that I gave a couple of weeks ago, um, <laughs> ride city page. Um, I have heard people say to me, you know, oh you only get a, you only get opportunities because you're cause you're a seven footer. You only get opportunities cause you hang out with James Ellsworth. You only get opportunities for this, that, and the other. Um, you know, um, that's fine. If you want to think that I don't give a shit at all, what anybody thinks in that sense, um, usually the people that think that don't really matter. So with that said, I know what I can do. I know what I've done. I know how hard I work. So, um, really anybody that just thinks that is just dead wrong. And that, but like I said, it doesn't matter. People are going to hate you no matter what, if, if people are hating you, you're not doing it right. 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 Exactly. So, um, so yeah, so I really do take nutrition. Uh, I should take it more serious. I'll give myself a B plus in nutrition, a minus. Um, but I do take the gym working out, um, very, very serious. And that's really something that, um, isn't every day at least six days a week routine for me.
2: I got to be honest. Hold on a second, man, because there's something you said earlier and I just want to touch back on it. You were talking about listening to music. I know we've had stories where we've talked
1: about listening
2: to Mark music. <laughs> like,
1: Yep. Mark music. You mean like, uh, like, like theme songs and all that? Yeah. Yeah. Certain. People. Oh yeah. No, of course I do. I think, I think some of my favorite uh, songs of all time were, you know, or entrance songs. I think, um, uh edges theme uh metalingus i think it was by alter bridge right. was one, one of my favorite songs i've um, always have been a fan of roland by limp biscuit um cult of personalities on my playlist uh seen as is not will never be uh <laughs> nothing against it but no it will never be there uh and some new ones i i like kenny omega's theme song i like i like hybrid two's theme song um cody's is fine uh <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking
2: about the time when you were talking about uh, listening to Fozzie.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah, Judas is great too, um, and that that's a, that's a fun song. And I, you know, I, it, it just it gets you fired up when you hear them because that's because that's what you're you're associating it with wrestling, right? You're associating with guys walking out fired up, um, and you know it just it, you almost like visualize yourself like you know walking out walking out of that tunnel. Um and, but yeah no i i've I have a ton of stuff on my playlist right now, and you know omega's theme uh Judas is on it, um cult of personalities on it, so yeah no I mean i i I will say I listen to mark music, we can call it that oh
2: and I, i'll and I'll say I'll be open to the reason I brought it up I was thinking about because uh one you know, time I, I was wearing...
1: I think you're more of a mark if you don't listen to it, I'll say oh, that. Yeah not pretending that you're too cool to listen to this shit. You you like it. So stop. I hate I, I you know I'm gonna say that right now. If you don't listen to that music, you are you're a mark. So. It's not
2: even that. It's like the one time the one time I was wearing um I was wearing an inner circle t shirt to uh to training. So, and Man, uh, I just caught it.
1: Yeah, who who'd you run into? Like, I already I already know who you are Yeah,
2: you already know who I ran into. He's like, "What are you doing wearing that Mark shirt around?"
1: Here. Uh, well, that's a different yeah, that's a different story. I remember I showed up with um, we were going to a, we were going to a show, and I showed up um, in a uh, in a wrestle a shirt a WrestleMania sweatshirt so I was like running out of the house. And I just grabbed it and put it on. Um, and we and Kane was on the show, and he said to me. Oh, you are gonna go to Kane Master and get signed too, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I took it off. I didn't wait. I, I was called the whole night. <laughs> I took off <all> the sweatshirt. <laughs> said, I, know, I was like, as soon as he told me it too, because you
2: know he told me the story about like what happened with him, and I was like, we're not gonna mention his name, but it's gonna be heavily alluded to. Like everybody's gonna know who we're talking about. Yeah, but he's telling about the first day that he showed up to training, and he had a he had a Hardy Boy necklace on. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> he learned quite No, and, and he says it because he—that's how he learned, you know. and, yeah. and that's the—that's how it goes. And it I was funny that.
2: though, Lou, like to tell you like a fun side story about. So I show up to I show up to practice. Um, Sun, I think it was like a Sunday morning. You were there, and uh, I was wearing I was wearing Ben's t shirt, and as soon as I pulled up. I stepped out. I looked at the window. I took his shirt off and put on like a oh. Batman
1: T-shirt. Went to practice.
2: Like I got made fun of. It. <laughs> I don't blame you.
1: My t shirts very comfortable. It
2: is. it is. What a dick! I had to. I was
1: like, I'm not even made fun of it yeah, because no, I'm wearing a Batman shirt. Yeah, no, you didn't want to do that. Oh, yeah, you. Oh, well, if, if that was the case, unless Absolutely. you're wearing his shirt, you like, If you're wearing his, it everything would be fine. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Let me tell you, all of us are marks.
0: I wear the Duffing season shirt, which is Chaz's shirt. Pure ignorance. I have a Studio Twenty Two shirt that I wear. I got this shirt. I got the Red Dog shirt. That's all I wear all
1: week. And, well, the mean, I- not, and there's nothing wrong with being with being a mark. when you turn into a smart mark. When you're when that's when you're that's when you're getting into that that red zone, the critical territory of being you know being a little bit too smart for yourself. But everybody, if, if, we should all be fans of each other. Believe me, I'm 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 right there with you. We should all. And that's what the wrestling business needs. Now to get on a spiel about this. That's what the wrestling business needs. It needs people that are fans of each other and we're not competing, you know, uh, you know, work hard and you want to compete for spots. But, you know, why put each other down It's making the wrestling business worse? Why do we have to compare WWE to AEW? Why can't we just enjoy both? And, um, you know, a few people can can do that. And Jim Cornette does, and he, he calls it both ways. But, you know, why can't we just all you know, support each other. And I'm not trying to say kumbaya or any of that stuff, but what I mean is just like, you know, we want this to grow. And if we just continue to put each other down, it's not going to ever grow. You know, we've seen drop-offs, right? In the past 20 years, we've seen a big drop-off in fans, you know? And so, but in part of that is because, you know, it can get toxic and people want to put each other down and not support each other. But so to your point, Anthony, I think we need to continue to um, like wearing like, just little things like that, wearing shirts, sharing things, liking things, retweeting, like all all that good shit. We need to do that. And so we can we can build wrestling back up to where it was. Absolutely. Rant over. Welcome to his TED Talk. <laughs> oh, I can I'm only I'm only like a year and a half in, and I feel like I could already give a pretty good TED talk on independent wrestling. <laughs> hey, JJ, what else you got for him? Um gosh, ah, okay, gosh, JJ Q, what do you go by?
3: Um honestly I get called everything. Honestly honestly you can call me anything but late for dinner at this point.
1: Oh hey now that's good shtick. <laughs> so belly busters, Q <laughs> 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 Woo, you got off, yeah. All right, bud. Uh, I ran to that one. All right, so Richard Pryor, keep it going for us.
3: All right, so here we go. Um, so, so now let's go back to uh, young wrestlers. Um, if there was if there was someone who was like really really interested in wrestling, what match would you show them? Like three matches, you would show
1: them. Three matches, I would show them. So that's a really that's a really tough question. Good question. It's a tough question because there's so many different styles of wrestling okay so you you got you know you, obviously you know you got the strong style you got the lucha you got the technical you got the shoot shooter type of style brawling big man power um so what kind of person are we talking about just just so somebody, somebody
3: just is interested all right. right somebody
1: that's interested in wrestling well i think One of the first matches I would show people if they're interested in wrestling, I'd probably show them one of the Taker Shawn Michaels uh, wrestling, one of the Taker Shawn Michaels wrestlemania matches, um, either 25 or 26. uh, Probably 25 the better. I think 25 was better. Um, I'd probably show them that. Um, Wrestlemania 17, I'd show them the main event of Rockin' Austin, but I'd also make sure that they watch the full um, highlight recap. I think one of the best um, recaps ever. Or we could call highlight video before the match, the pre-match promo video that they played. I think My Way by Lim Biscuit was the theme song to that. Um, I I just watched. I just watched it a couple weeks ago. I did a four-hour bike ride watching that whole thing. Um, God, and I felt. I felt it the day after. So, um, but yeah. So that that was really all around. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to be a mark and call anything and give star ratings wink to the camera. Um, I'm not going to do that, but I think that was one of the best builds and just everything that happened in that match, kind of the double turn at the end. Um, so that would be nice. number two after Michael's undertaker, I'd say, uh, Austin rock and number three to really get people hooked in, um, to wrestling and just kind of learn. I'd probably, you know, uh, it's a tough one, but I'd probably go with, I would say, and this is pretty interchangeable, but I would do that early. And I'd show them almost anything from around that early two thousands, uh, SmackDown roster involving like edge Kurt angle, uh, Rey Mysterio, I think Chavo. Um, I think Benoit was involved in that as well. Um, those guys. I'd probably show them that like, I think they called themselves like the SmackDown Six. Um, Any matches between those six guys, uh, I would really show them. I think all those guys really brought it in all aspects of wrestling. You know, you had like the technical wrestling um, from guys like Guerrero, the ring positioning, the ring psychology from guys like Edge. You had the high flying from guys like Rey Mysterio, uh, the technical ability from guys like Benoit Angle. Um, That's probably the, the, anything from that era, I would probably show them as well
3: not about lift that's that's interesting interesting indeed
1: Um, well you got everything there right you Undertaker. you got a big guy who works like a big guy i mean the way he, the way a big guy should work you got michaels who's a showman you know he he was able to kind of almost all around do everything but probably the greatest showman greatest seller of all time um then you have the technical ability the guys i just mentioned uh you have the star power of guys like the rock and austin who you know didn't have to do a lot in the ring but got over with kicks punches a lutez press and a spine buster and a rock bottom and a stunner and that's really it. if you watch that match they didn't do much more than that um it, so he teaches people like this is you know what wrestling what professional wrestling is um and what it can what it can be when done the right way i wholeheartedly agree with that i yeah I, I agree um and of course you know that's a that's a that's a broad answer if i wanted to get specific and you told me the type of person asking then we'll probably get a little bit more specific with people yeah. to watch yeah honestly i yeah. don't watch the same people i don't watch the same people cliff does you know i know cliff you said you watch guys like the ben the angles and the guerreros and i watch the matches but i don't I, I don't watch them a lot i'm watching guys like and i know it's a joke but you know Al Snow at OVW told me this and he said Nash is one of the best big guys ever. People make fun of him and say he wasn't a good wrestler, but he was, he worked like a big guy about how a big guys should work. Um, so I do watch the guys like Nash, Sid Vicious. Um, I watch like obviously Kane Undertaker are always up there as big guys, uh, big show. Um, even I'll, I'll go back and I'll watch the guys like big John Studd, and I'll watch um, Bruiser Brody um, and try to pick things from each guy. Nowadays I'll watch big guys like, uh, not as much Keith Lee, it's a little bit different type of big guy, but I will watch like the Dijakovics for certain things that he does. Uh, Lance Archer is a favorite of mine right now. I will watch a lot of his stuff too, um, and of course, rest in peace, Brody Lee. You know, watch a lot of his his stuff. Um, so yes, I'm I'm really I try to watch as much as I can from in that angle, those type of guys. Well,
3: yeah, I, I think I'm I'm out of questions.
1: Perfect. All right. So Any let's more jokes? Or are you done with those too?
3: Yeah, I think I'm out of jokes too. I gotta, I gotta go to the drawing board for those.
2: Uh, <laughs> good luck. You gotta draw nothing. Just look in the mirror, bro. You see the joke. Oh, oh. Yeah. All right. Let's let's move on. Let's move on to the next segment.
0: So we're gonna play a little game. It's called Submit, Pan, or DQ. I'm gonna fire off three names. You're gonna choose. Yes. So is this, them,
1: like, is this like f uh fmk exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly all right all right you ready okay so so so, so uh, but i need to know the parameters around submit and pin that are kind of similar um so all right whatever just give me three and names submit, you <laughs> make three p- and i'll tell you I don't, I don't know all right go ahead <laughs> so the caveat to this is you got to tell us how you dequeue Okay, so we're talking about in this in, in about like a match, not in life. We're not DQing them from life. No, no, in a match. Oh, okay. All right.
2: I would yo, actually, I like that a lot better. <laughs> like so <sometimes,
3: laughs>
2: I want to see if I can just DQ from life.
1: All yeah. right. All right, let's
0: see. All right. So my the first one, Triple H, Darby Allen, and Adam
1: Cole. Hey babe. Oh, started off with a tough one. Um all right. Um do I have to say how I pin or submit them as well? I got to come up with a match finish for each one? No. All right. All right. Submit. Um, all right. So let's say. Um, submit Triple H. Uh, pin Adam Cole. DQ Darby Allen. Um, and I'm going to hit him with his own skateboard. I didn't like skateboard guys because I couldn't skateboard when I was younger. <laughs> so I'm going to use his weapon against him. Get a lot of heat from the crowd. Um and potentially use Sting's bat that I'm gonna steal from him because I don't know how well he can move anymore. I might grab that bat from him. Um, there we go. So that's that's my pin submit DQ for that. I like
0: one. it. All right, so the next one. Uh Andre the Giant,
1: Macho Man, and Scott Hall. Oh, okay. Um well I'm gonna pin, I'm gonna pin Andre. Hopefully, after living him over my head, um a la Hulkster. Um uh pin, yeah, pin Andre. Uh, I'm going to submit I'm going to submit the bad guy. I tell you how the bad guy. Uh, I am going to DQ Macho man because I was I was a Ricky Steamboat guy. Like I liked Ricky Steamboat a little bit before my time but going back he was one of the guys I love he's one of the guys I love to watch. Um and he hurt his neck. So I'm going to hit Macho with the ring bell in the throat and <laughs> help you know so and get get my guy um some some justice for my guy Steamboat. <laughs>
0: I am the last one for you, brother. Uh, Sasha Banks, Penelope Ford, and Sable. Oof. Sasha Banks, Penelope Ford, and Sable.
1: All right. So I'm probably going to have to go. I'm going to be careful what I say. I'm going to have to go with um, – we're going to have to pin Sasha Banks, submit – Penelope Ford. Won't say how. And DQ Sable. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I, I, I do I have to say how I'm going to hit Sable with a foreign object or okay. no? Said, yeah, we don't want to say. Just just, <laughs> just DQ DQ like we don't want DQ. that. We don't want that Leather Wrath. <laughs> no, we don't want to no, know. We know we certainly don't, and that's why I'm DQing. I'm going to I'm going to DQ run away as fast as possible. <laughs> Rock ain't catching you. <laughs> All right, so that's it from here. Uh, can you tell our followers and our listeners where they can find you? Where they can find me. Make it pretty easy Twitter, Instagram. I'm um, at Big Trouble BB. So Big Trouble uh, with a double B. Um, that's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. I'm also on uh, YouTube. If you just search Big Trouble Ben Bishop, I don't post a lot there, but a few of my matches are on YouTube. So if you just search my name, a few matches should come up from places like. Um, ovw places like invictus um acw so you, know, you can look on there as well um other places you can find me uh, in columbia maryland walking around you can find me there too um i'm not i'm pretty hard to miss um i'm a big guy six foot 12 and 15 percent of a metric ton is not a guy that you're really ever going to miss so um yeah so, and you know you're maybe your local bingo hall soon as things open up i hope so um you'll see me there as well or an armory or an arena might be an arena you might see me there too (laughs) so so keep track of myself um and i said interact with me to everybody watching all the followers at three count um a pretty fun guy fun guy to interact with um love wrestling just like everybody else i'm a mark for wrestling and um, I want to see this business continue to grow. As I grow, I want to see the business grow. And I want it to get back to where we were, you know, might be, it might sound like a pipe dream, but I think it can happen. Okay. like it. All right. So you can find
0: a three count uh, on Instagram and TikTok at three count pod on Twitter. Uh, the three count underscore pod. Uh, you can find us on YouTube both our channel and our stream channels just gotta search us the three count podcast or the three count podcast stream. You can find us on Pro Wrestling Tees at pro dot slash the three count pod. And anything else I missed, Cliff? JJ?
2: Not feeling like you hit it all.
0: Perfect. All right. So for the Red Dog, Clifford Miller for Q Napster JJ. I am Lou the franchise. Thank you, Big Ben, for coming and being on our first show. We definitely appreciate it.
1: Thank you, guys. I I appreciate you having me back on. All right. And be there or be somewhere else.